This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Roseman, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Roseman. Well, hello out there in AFR Radio Land. Thanks for joining the show from its inception today. My name is John Rosemond. I'm your host, and the show is called Because I Said So. I hope that today is provocative, enlightening, informative, and slightly amusing. I was um, recently, as those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis know, I'm a very active public speaker, if I dare say so myself, since Kevin Lehman has uh, sort of uh, retired from public speaking virtually, and James Dobson is no longer public speaking and hasn't been for many years, really. I'm sort of the uh, the only game in town. Um, I'm the busiest public speaker in the Christian parenting field in America, and I got a request. I get requests all the time to speak, and I got a request back in February, I believe it was, from the healthcare system in Reno, Nevada. Now, mind you, this uh, this program will air the day that I speak. In other words, it'll be put up on my website, by which I mean air. It will be put up on my website as, uh, what do they call it, a, uh, a blog, not a blog, whatever it is. And uh, people will be able to listen to it through my website if they have not heard it the previous Saturday on American Family Radio at what time? That's right, 6 o'clock Eastern Time every Saturday. And so when this goes up on my website, it will be the first day that I speak in Reno. And the, the timing is everything because uh, I, I, it's important that this not be accessible to the public before I speak in Reno. I receive a request from the healthcare system in Reno, Nevada, to speak. And they want to bring me to Reno and have me speak two days in a row, including a talk to pediatricians at lunch one day, uh, which is called, for whatever reason, Grand Rounds. Grand Rounds. So cool. I uh, I love to work. And uh, so I'll fly to Reno. I'll be in Long Beach, California on Monday. On Tuesday, speaking at a school, At uh, on Tuesday morning, I'll fly from LAX to Reno. I'll speak Tuesday evening in Reno, and uh, then I'll do the ground, the ground round. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a pun. Freudian slip or something. I don't know. The grand rounds on Tuesday at lunch. And then I will uh, I will do another talk Tuesday evening and fly back to LAX, spend the night, and then fly home on whatever day that is Thursday. And I'm I'm excited about it because um, to be very honest with you, until my views on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, uh, which are the correct views, by the way, and I, I'm I'm bold enough to say that. And uh, and but they are heretical views uh, in the eyes of mental health professionals, psychiatrists, and of course the pharmaceutical industry, all of whom are making a tremendous amount of money off of this very bogus diagnosis. 
until my views on ADHD and other childhood behavior disorders, by which I am not including autism, uh, became known, I used to get regular requests from hospitals and um, medical groups and medical societies to speak and all over the country. And then in 2009, um, I published a book with pediatrician and former medical school professor Bose Ravenel, uh, the title of which was The Diseasing of America's Children, in which we argued from facts, facts, folks, that ADHD and other childhood behavior disorders such as Intermittent Explosive Disorder, which means the child is a brat. Oppositional Defiant Disorder, which means the child is a brat. Uh, and, uh, and Bipolar Disorder of Childhood, which simply means the child is a brat, were inventions of the psychological, psychiatric, pharmaceutical industry. Um, until I published that book, I was a very popular speaker in the healthcare field. Suddenly... Bada bing, bada boom. The requests from healthcare organizations completely dried up, all except for dental groups. Right. I'm still very, very popular as a speaker in dental groups, especially pediatric dental groups, because the biggest problem that pediatric dentists are having is not with fixing children's teeth. They know how to do that. Uh, it is with the behavior of not just the child, but the mother and the child in the operatory, uh, something I warned them about when they started this practice of letting parents slash mothers mostly come back into the operatory uh, with their children uh, on dental visits. I said to pediatricians in the early 1980s, when I first, no, 90s, when I first find, found out that this was an emerging family-friendly trend in pediatric dentistry, I said, you people do not understand what beast you are unleashing by allowing this to happen, by inviting this to happen. Anyway, so uh, I was surprised that I was invited to Reno, Nevada by the uh, primary healthcare provider group, HMO, whatever you call them, in Reno, Nevada. And so I accept, and the contract is signed, and all that kind of business stuff. And I'm really, really looking forward to this because my column is carried in the Reno Gazette and uh, it has been for over 20 years. And uh, although I don't gamble at all ever, I love going to Reno. It's a great place. And uh, so I was lo really looking forward to this. And then <clears throat> I start getting the blowback. The young lady who set up the engagement uh, whose name will remain anonymous, writes me and tells me that she's getting tremendous pushback from the people in the, guess what, behavioral care division concerning my upcoming appearance. And I can just, in her emails, hear the stress. I mean, here is this person who has done for the city of Reno, which he thinks is a wonderful thing for the healthcare system to do. And suddenly the behavioral health division of the uh, healthcare system in Reno, I'll just mention their name. It's called Renown Health. 
they they are blowing a gasket because John Rosemond psychology's uh, America's psychology bad boy is coming to Reno, Nevada, and he may tell people what we don't want him to tell people because it's not what we tell people. And we certainly don't want him telling pediatricians uh, anything other than what we tell them about ADHD and other means of referring to brats. And so I get this email and I write back and I said, well, you know, do these people not have any intellectual honesty whatsoever? I mean, are my views so frightening that they don't want uh, a public airing? And, you know, maybe one of them would like to uh, engage me in a discussion on a radio show in Reno or something like that. Uh, Oh, no. And uh, then the next email comes in and the grand rounds have been canceled because these people in the behavioral health division do not want me sharing with pediatricians facts, facts and the truth concerning attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. What is the truth? The truth is that, as I said earlier in the program, this diagnosis, along with oppositional defiant disorder, bipolar disorder of childhood, also known as early onset bipolar disorder, intermittent explosive disorder, uh, they are inventions. They are constructs. They are not realities. Cancer is a reality. If your doctor says you have cancer, God forbid, he can prove to you with uh, tangible evidence, irrefutable tangible evidence that you have an anomaly in your body that is called cancer. If a psychiatrist, psychologist says to a parent, your child has, same language now, you have cancer, your child has ADHD or any of the other uh, diagnoses that I just mentioned, that person cannot offer tangible proof that what he has just said is true. Uh, That is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. That is not my opinion. That is a fact. People would like to uh, diminish the significance of what I just said by saying, well, Roseman's opinions. No, that is not an opinion. That is a fact. These diagnoses are not references to realities, to physical realities. They are constructs. Furthermore, they are constructs, the existence of which has never been proven. Uh, These people claim various things that uh, these are caused by genes and biochemical imbalances and brain differences and inadequate blood supply to the left uh, temporal lobe and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, However, it is a fact that no single physical anomaly has ever been consistently identified as being associated with any of these diagnoses. And again, that's a fact. No physical anomaly is reliably associated with any of these diagnoses. 
they may as well say ADHD is caused by the flu, uh, for that matter. What they're saying has no more validity than that, and that is not my opinion. That is a fact. And we'll be back with more facts after this break on American Family Radio. Stay with me. So welcome back to the show. This is uh, part two of today's show, which is uh, airing on Saturday for the first time uh, on American Family Radio. So I'm talking about attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and I'm talking about the fact that uh, the Behavioral Health Division of renowned healthcare systems, I think that's what their name is, in Reno, Nevada, has gone ballistic over the fact that uh, the person who handles community relations without knowing what my position is on ADHD invited me to speak in Reno and has paid me to speak in Reno. And when the behavioral health division of her very own healthcare system discovered this, the tops of their heads blew off. Why? Why? Why Why can't these people deal with a difference of point of view? Why, why can't they deal with this? And I'll tell you the answer, because I know it. The answer is because they, in a debate with me, an honest debate would not have one leg to stand on, not one leg leg to stand on. They would not have a crutch to stand on. They would not have a cane to stand on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because, and please forgive me, folks, I I truly, I I am, um, and my friends will tell you, a humble guy, but I, you know, when I, I, (laughs) I'm just not the type of person to mince words uh, because they are wrong And I am right. And when all their blustering and uh, their their, uh, rage at my being invited to Reno, Nevada by one of their very own people, who now, I'm afraid, uh, really and truly does stand to get fired because uh, of doing this, because she did not research that this will be their their excuse if she's fired. She did not research me adequately, and has embarrassed the entire healthcare organization in Reno, Nevada, by bringing John Roseman, this loose cannon, to Reno. Um, yeah, I'm 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 just very afraid that uh, that she's going to get fired. Anyway, when all their blustering is is uh, uh, over with, is said and done, I'm right. I'm right. They are wrong. Um, anyway, I was talking about the fact before the break that uh, uh, in the diseasing of America's children, which I wrote with a highly respected pediatrician and former professor at the University of North Carolina Medical School, Dr. Bose Ravenel, um, we argued from facts that ADHD 
was an invention of the psychological psychiatric pharmaceutical industry. A cancer, high cholesterol, influenza, measles, and a broken bone are realities. Using various tests, physicians can prove the existence of uh, those uh, diagnoses. No one has or will ever be able to prove the reality of ADHD, oppositional defiant disorder, bipolar disorder, intermittent explosive disorder. They are constructs. Drugs, the drugs that are used to treat verifiable physical disease and disorder are based on facts. The drugs used to, quote, treat, end quote, because it's not treatment at all. Childhood behavior disorders are based on theories that no researcher has ever proven to be true. That is why the pharmaceuticals in question do not and have never reliably outperformed placebos in double-blind clinical trials. When it comes to pharmaceuticals, uh, the double-blind trial is the research standard. Just to be clear, I am not saying, and this is what people think, I'm not saying ADHD is overdiagnosed. People come up to me all over the country, they go, John, I know you think ADHD is overdiagnosed. No, I don't think it's overdiagnosed. I'm saying it doesn't exist. It is a fiction. I've been saying this since the early 1980s and have been the to- and I, folks, I was the first person in the psychological field to say this. The emperor has no clothes. I was like the little boy, uh, you know, watching the parade go by and the emperor comes marching by and the little boy points at the emperor and says, uh, the emperor has no clothes. He's naked. And, you know, this is me. I was the first person in the psychological field in America to say ADHD is a fiction. And I said this in the early 1980s. And folks, that's been over 30 years and no one has ever proven me wrong because I'm right. Anyway, I've been the target since then of a uh, just a unbelievable amount of professional and parent criticism, even scorn. Russell Barkley, for example, who is widely regarded as the world's leading expert on ADHD. How can you be a leading expert on something that doesn't exist? I don't know. That's like a mystery to me equates me with Scientologists. You can find this online. He equates me with Scientologists and claims that I believe television causes ADHD. (laughs) I mean, it's laughable. He can't honestly debate me. And by the way, I've invited him to debate me. And his response is complete silence. So he mocks me and distorts what I've actually said. Now, Barkley has another psychologist that he can mock. Yes, this time, however, the psychologist in question is Harvard professor of psychology, Jerome Kagan, the author of numerous books and research papers on children and child development. I studied Kagan in graduate school. That, that's how famous this guy is. Jerome Kagan. I'm certain Barkley 
did as well. A peer ranking of the top 100 psychologists of all time puts Kagan at number 22. In the January 2017 edition of CuriousMindMagazine.com, the title of the article is Renowned Harvard Psychologist Says ADHD Largely a Fraud. Kagan is quoted as saying that ADHD is an invention. Does that sound familiar? Right. That's what I say. Referring to the drugs used to supposedly treat ADHD, Kagan says, he's the number 22 psychologist of all time, that if a drug is available, physicians will use it. He goes on, in other words, it doesn't matter whether it works or not. If it's out there, uh, physicians will use it. And by the way, the FDA, when it comes to psychiatric drugs, only basically requires that they not cause harm on, a, on an average uh, uh, basis. Kagan goes on to challenge the diagnosis of childhood bipolar disorder the very concept of mental illness in this article, and asserts that rates of teen depression and anxiety are grossly inflated. <laughs> How about them apples? Sadness and anxiety are normal events during adolescence, Kagan says. So who benefits from these falsehoods? Answer? Psychiatrists? Psychologists? And remember, folks, I am a psychologist. I am licensed to practice psychology by the North Carolina Psychology Board. You're hearing all of this from an insider. And let me once again tell my audience that my licensing board regrets the day they ever gave me a license because they can't shut me up. They have tried and they have failed. And I am the biggest thorn in their side they've ever had in their side. And I love it. Psychiatrists, psychologists in the pharmaceutical industry, that's who benefits from these falsehoods. Kagan describes his own and my profession psychology as, quote, self-interested, end quote. That's fascinating. And it's scathing, but it's no different than what I've been saying about psychology for the past 20 years. Specifically, clinical psychology does not qualify as a science. It is an ideology. If it was truly a science, people like Barclay would be willing to engage me and Dr. Ravenel in serious debate instead of just hurling insults and attempting to shut me up. And for the more on trying to shut me up, the psychology profession, Google Kentucky Psychology Board John Rosemond and read what will be very eye-opening concerning my profession. Before a recent talk at a school, I was asked by the administration not to share my views on ADHD because they might upset parents whose kids have received the diagnosis. I'm, I'm frequently asked this. John, we, maybe, maybe it would be a good idea if you didn't share your views on ADHD. Okay, let's not tell the truth. Let's not upset, you know, professional apple carts. Uh, just uh, keep your views to yourself, okay? Folks, there are no views more threatening than views that reflect the truth. This is historically the case. Christianity, the only religion that reflects the truth, 
is the most threatening religion in the world now and historically, for example. Anyway, I honored the request. Sure, no problem. Nonetheless, the parents in question are the very parents who most need to know the truth. It will not be hidden much longer. I guarantee you what Jerome Kagan has said recently uh, clearly points this out. Thanks for joining the show. Once again, American Family Radio every Saturday, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central, only on American Family Radio. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you, figuratively speaking, next week.